Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hopefully you guys have been digging on everything that we've been putting out. If you guys remember, we put out a preview on... Um, cosmetic surgery and plastic surgery and some of the weird stuff that can go on with that and um we had someone uh what was her name kale we had kale on our podcast and she was talking about you know why she decided for certain cosmetic surgery procedures and you know overall how it's changed her life everything that's done with her life uh the good the bad and so on and her you know her general experience um, with cosmetic surgery and um, Amanda's got some really cool stuff lined up that she wants to riff on with you guys about uh, breast implant illness which we also kind of m- made some reference to in the preview yeah hi everyone it's Amanda um, so this whole series on plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery started because I had a client who started um, talking to me about breast implant illness. And I had never heard of this, you know, being that I've worked in healthcare for more than a decade, if you include my years in personal training, and I didn't even know this was a thing. And uh, through doing some research, talking to women, I joined a Facebook group with more than 50,000 women who either are suffering from breast implant illness, know someone who has, or are thinking about getting implants and want to do all their research. And it's amazing what I have learned about this um, seemingly very real illness that actually isn't uh, recognized yet in the medical community. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it. This is actually going to be uh, part one of two episodes on breast implant illness because I've actually um, lined up a guest that will be coming on to record with us in the next few days who herself has suffered from breast implant illness and her story literally made my jaw drop. But I'll give you some background on this before that happens. Um, So bear with me because I've actually written notes so I can give you all of the information. Um, Through reading the Facebook posts, um, the the person who started the group, uh, she wrote sort of a little blog at the beginning. And this one line kind of stuck out to me um, when she was describing breast implant illness. And she was talking about you know, whether you've done it for cosmetic reasons, as Kale did, you know, she told us that she suffered from low self-esteem and always felt that she had to compete with the younger, you know, better looking women. And she had she did this to make herself feel better, to look better. Um, but whether that was the reason or if, you know, you had to um, have a mastectomy and you opted for reconstruction, what she said about breast implants and breast implant illness was that no one escapes. Whether you have symptoms right at the beginning or if it takes years and years, nobody escapes this. So the way she described breast implants um, actually just gave me chills. So I've just pulled out a few little excerpts from this blurb that she wrote, but she described them as two large bags of toxic chemicals. Can I ask you a question before you go with that? Does yes. she tell us what type of implants and where? Because when we spoke with Kale, we were talking about the different the different types of breast implants you can get. Mm-hmm. Um you know, what fills the breast implant, whether it's saline or silicone yep. or something else that she said, I don't really remember it right now, whether it goes on, on top of the muscle or if it's submuscular, you know, because then 
these all, I imagine, change the severity of the surgery itself. Yeah. So um, in terms of the severity of the surgery, from what I gather, I'm not an expert yet. Um, when taking them out, being on top of the muscle makes it um, easier and the healing quicker. Under the muscle obviously makes it a little more difficult, but that's just taking them out. Most of what I've been reading is about women who want them out. So I haven't read a lot or learned a lot about getting the, actually getting the implants. Um, and in terms of silicone versus saline, it seems that all implants, silicone and saline, um, have these same type of problems. But from what I'm gathering, it seems that silicone is much worse, which we sort or of... Just more people have silicone. Exactly. Exactly. Because as I'm reading it, it seems that even people who have saline implants are still getting the same symptoms and the same problems okay, from their implants. Okay. Gotcha. I was just wondering if there's a, a possible correlation between you know a certain type of procedure with a certain type of product with whichever type of breast implant. And if there's a correlation between that and what people are saying with breast implant illness. Yeah. I, well, I did look into that. And as I said, it seems that both are causing problems. So she describes them as two large bags of toxic chemicals, similar to pesticides and an array of toxic heavy metals. Um, they basically leak their contents, which contain approximately 40 carcinogenic, cytotoxic, neurotoxic, endocrine disrupting chemicals and heavy metals. Sounds like you want to put that in your body, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it was just really interesting to hear that, you know, the medical community or most of the medical community, there are some doctors that are now willing to recognize breast implant illness or BII as a real thing. But most doctors, plastic surgeons specifically, um, say that implants are innocuous, you know, that none of this is true. They're completely safe and that they're not going to like leak out into your body and cause all of these problems. Um, I hate that about doctors. It's like, you know your body more than anybody else does. And then you go to see a doctor and because they, you know, they know what they've studied pretty much, you know, they compare back your signs and symptoms to anything that they've studied. And then that's what they shoot out as what they feel the answer to be. Yeah, well, that's a problem with a lot of things. But with, again, what I've been reading with breast implant illness is a lot of the symptoms are very, very the same. Um, but as I go through this, you'll see there's going to be sort of a spectrum of how people are experiencing these symptoms. And, but it's just like anything else. And it seems like there's such a, a problem with getting your doctor to listen to you if you present atypically with anything. So when it comes to to something like this, which they don't even consider a real illness, and then your symptoms are different from, you know, this person and this person and this person. Well, what's happening is a lot of people, a lot of women are getting misdiagnosed and mistreated for diseases that have similar symptoms. And when the treatments aren't working, eventually it's coming back full circle to, okay, when did this all start? After the implants. Um, but again, doctors say... Implants are non-toxic, not harmful. You know, silicone isn't going to, uh, you know, be toxic in your body. But the fact is, and I think we mentioned this um, in either the the preview or when we were speaking with Kale, it's a foreign body, and it's it triggers an immunomediated process. And that, that's what uh, this woman wrote was. It's permanently until you pull this foreign body out. The foreign body exists inside your body. And 
your immune system is trying to attack it. Your body is fighting against this thing. So no, it's not, it's not innocuous. It is causing problems. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about what seems to be the common, as I was reading through all of the, um, the anecdotal evidence, I was reading through all of the reports from these women who have had implants and who have had negative experiences. These seem to be the common things that I was reading. Almost everybody reported that you end up looking older and gaining weight um, because, and the explanation for this is the implants are causing sort of an inflammation in your entire body. So these women are getting swollen faces, uh, swollen lymph nodes. They get blurry and sometimes double vision. Uh, comes with um, red eyes. Uh, a lot of them actually posted photos before and after having the implants removed. And they went from having some of them yellowish tinted eyes or red eyes to completely clear just days after having these implants removed. Um, hair loss seemed to be really common. A lot of them posting photos of clumps of hair coming out of their head or what looked like completely like alopecia. Um, vertigo. Majority of them said they had like brain fog. Uh, the memory was really bad. Somebody even said she literally forgot her address. She was ordering something on Amazon and actually had to go outside and look at the number on her house. Like complete brain fog. Um, back pain, pretty much everybody said that. Exhaustion. Itching, like generalized itching. So some say their legs, their feet, their torso, just itching for no apparent reason. And rashes um, because their immune system is just hypersensitive at mm -hmm. this at this moment. Um, a lot of people actually, from again what I was reading, most of them reported, reported depression and, and anxiety as the very first symptom. And I think that's part of, um, I think that's been part of the problem with doctors even linking it to implants. It's like, because some people experience symptoms as soon as a few months after getting implants, some people can go years completely asymptomatic. So anything that's happening within their body is either very minor or, you know, when it's something like back pain, I know my client who had breast implant illness and actually just recently got her explant done. Um, one of her first symptoms was uh, insomnia and this back pain, and it was in her shoulder blade. And something like that, you might not, you might not link to the implants right away. But majority of the women seem to be reporting depression and anxiety as their first symptom. Um, an actual patient in the in the Facebook group said that once she had her explant done, she got rid of over 20 symptoms. So 20 things she was able to count that went away after getting her implants taken out. Basically, what breast implant illness does is it uh, it mimics like an autoimmune disease. So some of the diagnoses that happen when these women go to their doctors are things like uh, vitamin D deficiency, fibromyalgia, um, chronic pain and chronic fatigue syndromes, hypothyroidism, gluten intolerance, leaky gut, which actually is, um, I mean, it's not really a disease, but it, it is a symptom of uh, breast implant illness because, again, your body is sort of trying to attack, and so you end up with leaky gut. Another person... Um, which I thought this was interesting, reported that she lost her period for seven years. And then three months after getting the implants taken out, um, her period came back. Mm -hmm. How else do you explain that? Mm -hmm. Right? My own client, the person who sort of d made me want to look into this more, 
said that she got to a point, um, I guess this is part of the depression, but got to a point of that she hated looking at herself in the mirror. So like this woman, she got hers for cosmetic reasons. Um, after nursing children, I, I said this on the podcast with Kale as well, I understand it. Your breasts don't look anything like they used to be. They're not firm. They don't stay where they used to be. Um, so she felt, she felt really self-conscious about them. So her implants initially made her feel great. She was so happy. I mean, she didn't go crazy. She got, you know, like a modest size for her frame um, just to feel better about herself. And when she started getting all of these symptoms and started feeling so sick, um, she said she hated looking at herself. Like she would look in the mirror and she's like, I had this urge to tear them off my body. Yeah really intense. So other symptoms that um, women have reported, a lot of them have said they've had uh, vaginal problems, which again makes sense if it's affecting your hormones. So um, bacterial infections, yeast infections, it's, yeah, I don't even, I, I don't even, like the list goes on and Are on with symptoms. people experiencing multiple symptoms simultaneously? Yes. So like I said, a lot of people report that it starts with like the depression and anxiety. Uh, one person said it started with um, uh, heart palpitations. And this started only, I think, a couple of weeks after her implants were put in. She woke up in the middle of the night and her heart was racing and she was twitching. And you know, she eventually went to a doctor and the doctor actually sent her home with antidepressants. And said, you know, this is stress, this is anxiety. Um, she was, then went on to get severe headaches. Her vision was getting worse and worse and worse, uh, blurry. She became light sensitive. Um, she started having major mood swings. And then at five months after having the implants done, when she was at, I think, just a regular like checkup or something, um, she had like off the charts high blood pressure and she had never had high blood pressure before in her life. That went on to become super tight muscles, um, leg pain, cracking joints. Uh, then it went even further, body odor, dry skin, hair loss. She started getting random chills, um, gagging. And the way she describes it is like my body was fighting. Like she knew that something was wrong and she started to do her own research and she felt it might have to do with the implants. And again, brought it up to her doctor who said, no, like it's, it's, it's not the implants. There's something else going on. And uh, what she says now after having them taken out is that um, her and a lot of the other women actually say they feel like they were lied to. Who do they feel lied they to? They feel them? the doctors lied to them. Um, there's these women are all like fighting the FDA, like they're so trying to make you this. Mean ever since they've become ill, and they're trying to seek medical attention, they feel like those doctors have lied to them, or they feel like their original plastic surgeon or cosmetic surgeon lied to them? My understanding is they feel like the original surgeon lied to them, you know, because most people when they get implants, I can't speak for everybody, but most people, they do a lot of research. I mean, Kale said she did a ton of research, right? Um, and they trust these doctors, obviously, you know, they're going in for this elective, mostly elective. I mean, sometimes I guess, well, I mean, even if it's because of a mastectomy, it's still elective. You don't have to get reconstruction, but they're going in for this surgery and they trust the doctor and the doctor's telling them they're completely safe and they recommend what type to get and yada, yada, yada. 
And then at the end of the day, when their body starts fighting like this, and, you know, it seems like they've somehow developed this autoimmune disease out of nowhere. um, Yeah, they feel like their doctors didn't give them all the info. This sucks because I imagine it's it can be costly to get breast implants put in. And I I, I don't foresee it being like Walmart where I can return something <laughs> and get no, my money back. No, and, and that's that's actually... I, therefore, I have to pay to get them taken out. It's not even just taken out. There's different ways that you can have implants removed. And there is only one way to have them removed. And I don't remember the name, oh, but again... there's different ways to have them put in and one way to get them removed. No, there's different ways to have them removed. Oh, okay. So when having them removed, you have... It has to be... Again, there's a name for it, which I don't remember, but I can look that up or, you know, the woman who's coming on next in the next few days can talk to us about it. But you have to get the entire capsule removed, like even scar tissue. Like there can't be anything left in there. Mm-hmm. And apparently the easiest way, and I guess the way that they would be removed if not specifically requested would be just to take out the implant and leave the, the capsule in there. I, I don't even really know what all this terminology means, but if it's not done correctly, your symptoms won't go away. So that procedure to have it done properly is very expensive from what I'm gathering. And there's women who are fighting with their insurance to have it covered or even, you know, my own client who tried to sort of, I guess, plea with her own doctor to say, like, these are making me sick. The original surgeon. The original surgeon. And what she said to me was the original surgeon doesn't believe in breast implant illness. Of course not. Which a, a lot of plastic surgeons don't. Why would they? And Why, uh, would, they, why would they even well, say that they... Well, yeah, because then the money train is gone. You know what's, what's interesting? Somebody brought this up to me, is that even the ones who do believe that uh, BII exists, they still do breast augmentation well of course so i mean funny i i understand that but you, like do you, you have me, no morals <laughs> you sent me a video of i can't remember that person's name in the video oh the woman who got her who ribs got, removed who, who yeah found a doctor who would would remove six of her ribs my so favorite she can have, part so she can have the body of it wasn't Tinkerbell. It, it started out as Tinkerbell, and then she wanted to be... It started out that she wanted to look like Jessica Tinkerbell, and then Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, yeah. My favorite part of that video, though, was when she found the doctor. She said, it was so nice to find a doctor who realized that I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a whole other discussion. So, I, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if a doctor's willing to remove three ribs on this side and three ribs on that side... I'm pretty sure you'll find many doctors that despite, you know, breast implant illness are pushing the product heavy. No, I I mean, I was just surprised to see that or to learn that nobody knows of. And again, maybe somebody can prove me wrong here, but nobody from what I've been reading knows of a doctor who strictly does explants, who won't do implants anymore because recognizes that this is. This is fucking serious. I was, I was watching, I was watching. I think it was an Instagram live, and the CBC did an episode on this mm-hmm. about a, a woman in Winnipeg who had all these issues, blah 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 blah. And there was like one doctor 
who does this just just removes just removes okay so there is somebody okay you know or maybe i heard it wrong i don't know man it was late night and i'm not well, gonna lie I like i said i'm not stone. even gonna pretend to be an expert there's so there's so much to learn right now because this is it's not new but i mean it's relatively new that people are speaking up about it now and that some doctors are actually willing to recognize it because again these symptoms all sort of mimic other diseases and i think i, I still have more to go through about um some of the sort of the other diseases that stem from breast implant illness. So they're being treated for all of these other things and they're not getting better because the root of the problem and the only way this is going to go away is to have the implant taken out. That's the only cure. Um, so the, the same woman who said, you know, she felt like she was lied to by, you know, her doctors. And like I said, they're, they're fighting the FDA. Like we need to make people really, really aware. Like if you're going to put this in your body, know that it's attacking your immune system. But so far, no luck. Um, what she said was she was actually, she actually feels lucky. As much suffering as she went through, as much as her whole life like got totally fucked up, she feels lucky that she discovered it so early because many women don't experience any symptoms for years, like even after 10 years. So imagine being that far removed and then suddenly getting so sick. You know what we need to find out? We need to find out what are the negative side effects that are on a consent form for this type of surgery yeah and i'm i'm sure maybe the all these things are on. on the list you know and you're just excited about getting breast implants and you're like okay well okay sure no problem mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. I mean? maybe they are but the fact that people are saying that doctors still believe that they're not toxic i i don't know i can't imagine that all of these things I, let me let me go through some more of the the symptoms that i that i heard about well apparently in september of this year 2018 um the largest study about this ever was published um i haven't actually got a chance to read through all of the data but the basic gist of the study was that breast implants are definitely associated with rare diseases, autoimmune disorders, and other serious health problems. So there has been solid research done to show a link between getting implants and having these problems. And as I said, it shows that the only cure is the explant, including the capsule. So problems, really big problems that women are having, there's no test for this. Mm -hmm. There's no test for breast implant illness. Um, and most women are misdiagnosed and mistreated. Yes, I say there's no test for it. But again, upon reading some of the, the testimonials of people who've had this, a lot of them have gone to on their own to get uh, testing for heavy metals in their body. And any that have are showing up with really high levels. Uh, somebody said she had high levels of nickel. So really high heavy metals. And I mean, already that should be like, ringing alarm bells if you're thinking about getting implants like do you want to inject yourself with again these these bags of carcinogenic neurotoxic endocrine disrupting whatever else she said do you want to inject this into you and loaded with heavy metals and i don't know this just learning about this and reading about all of this has definitely swayed me to the side of, I don't even think I could consider it. Even if I had to nurse a third child, which I don't think I'm going to, but even if I did, 
and my breasts looked even less like my own. I don't think I could do it. I think I think this is enough for me to say no, What's I'm good. What's the percentage of people that get breast implants that are showing signs of breast implant? So again, I I didn't get a chance to read the actual study that was done. You know, I just wanted to sort of come on the mic and talk about this before we have our guest on who has actually experienced this. I'm not even going to tell you some of the stuff that she went through. Like you need to hear it from her. We've only spoken um online and her story it just it was mind-blowing like what she went through for I want to say she said 13 years but don't quote me on that I have to go back and look she basically said like her life was over and she's just restarting it again it was it was really really bad um so yeah I mean that's that's all I really know at the moment is from what I've heard and what I've read on uh, the blogs, on the Facebook group, on the website, through the small amount of research that I've read, is that everybody is going to react to their implants in one way or another, whether early after their surgery or much later. Um, some people's symptoms are completely debilitating, some people not as bad. But I mean, as I said, I've just joined a group of over 50,000 women. And so far, it seems like they're all pretty bad. Like they're posting pictures of their swollen faces, their bloodshot eyes, their hair falling out. And those are just, you know, the visible symptoms. Majority of them um, can't sleep. There's night sweats, all of the hormonal problems, depression, anxiety, um, the itching. Like it just sounds like absolute fucking torture. And I can't believe that I never even knew about this before. Apparently somebody um, really important to this whole movement just passed away. But I, I read something that um, about her and it was from studies in the uh, International Journal of Occupational Medicine and Toxicology. And this was uh, 28 doctors in 1995 that confirmed silicone erodes muscle. And it's important that all women understand that silicone erodes all types of muscle in our bodies. So that includes your heart, your lungs, your colon, your intestines, your stomach, your bladder. Um, what does it say here? Like grease does to rubber, silicone does to our muscles. Hmm. So... Anyway, I mean, I know we just had somebody on who has had elective surgeries and she's very happy with her surgeries and even, you know, she wants to go back and do more. And as I said to her, I mean, I get it. I get it wanting to improve yourself and look better. Um, but for me, at least, my health has to come first. And after reading all of this, my decision would be made. And I'm actually hoping that having this guest come on in the next couple of days and talk about this, um, if you've been considering implants, it might just give you the other side of the story. And uh, maybe you want to reconsider. I don't know. That's just my take on it. But what do I know? You know a lot. Do I? Yeah, you do. Well, anyway... I, I don't have anything else. You got any more questions for me? <laughs> no, I think um, I think you hit it all. All right. Well, listen very, very soon. We're going to have somebody on who talks about her own personal experience with breast implant illness and her life after the explant, which only happened, uh, you know what? Don't remember. I'll let her talk about that. So until then, thank you guys. Hope I didn't scare you too much. You've been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. Peace.